Hi, Gemstones. Emma here. Have you been craving a new way to support and interact with your favorite podcast team? Well, assuming that's us, now you can. Team Takes is on Patreon, and we would love for you to join us there. We'll have exclusive content, bonus episodes, and random meanderings from the weird and wonderful minds of Nick and Julie. You can find us at patreon.com slash takespod. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash takespod. See you in there. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to the episode of Takes All Over the Place. We are once again up in the air after taking some bethamphetamines and cashing in on our buddy status for some passes. That's right, Julie, Emma, and I are all aboard for the flight attendant party and are celebrating the return of the super-duper shot, Miranda. We're also re-entering Girls 5 Eva, continuing Shiny Girls, and really diving into real-world homecoming colon new orleans that's right the prodigal gay son of the franchise have returned and shit's wild yo and just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water mad gab returns to wreak <laughs> havoc on your psyche and my vocal cords tension makes me screamy anyway hold on tight to your cheese sticks and uh, let's go for it oh no me <laughs> cheese <laughs> <laughs> Ready when you are. I've done all the talking. <laughs> <laughs> Just tapped out. Mm. So, Julie, how was your week? Fine. How about you? Okay, amazing. <laughs> These are my favorite kind of interactions because I get to focus on the real star of the show here. Well, it's interesting. So, as you know, I am between therapists and general practitioners at the moment because they both left me. I've been abandoned and I'm Your dealing- therapist didn't abandon you? My psychiatrist is retiring. Oh, okay. yes, it's yes. interesting Sorry, that I the... talk into this microphone and the world listens to me, <laughs> but you do not. Nancy, you Nancy. quit. She did not quit you. I didn't quit Nancy. We're you on hiatus. You're on a break. Yes, yeah. you're on a break. We're on a sabbatical. I still pay her. <laughs> no, I don't. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I checked my, yeah, my psychiatrist. But I got one more session in today, which was very good because there was a brief period when I was running low on Paxil and usually there's like a week turnaround for her. And I was dreading calling because I was like, oh, my God, I'm running low. I have to make an appointment. I have to find a new person. I'll just raw dog it. I'll just go without meds because that is my, like, immediate instinct always. I don't know. We're working on it with a slew of people occasionally. Um, So I was taking, like, half doses of Paxil to get myself through. So I went from 40 milligrams to 20. I was previously on 60, the highest medicated dose. That's when people had seen me at the restaurant in Blue Ash, and I was just yelling at them. I did not realize that that was not a normal volume. That was acceptable for humans. Little mania. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I was taking happies. And then this always happens because, like, any sort of change in my brain chemistry um, can be affronting eventually. But initially, it's like, oh, my God, I feel more connected to this world and less numb and all these things. But what comes later is the withdrawals, and that's the shock throughout your system, which I didn't experience this time, but Paxil is one of those like old school drugs that takes a while to wean off of. Um, and the side effects that I've experienced are going from maniacal laughter to just like deep, intense sighing and just a feeling of like overwhelming emptiness between them. Um, and then also electric shocks throughout my body, which is also an uh, FX song, K-pop from like the second generation. Electric shock, electric shock. <laughs> you should listen to them. There are still four members. One killed themselves. We miss you. <laughs> R.I.P. 
Anyway, so I was talking to my therapist and I was like, I think I maybe want to go down on my meds because like this was such a good experience. And she was like, literally pulled out my whole file. <laughs> Like, good for her. She's such a fastidious note taker because she was like, what I've noticed each and every time, she must have like a subfolder for every time Nick thought this was a good idea and it turned out to be terrible. Thick. And she was like, so every time you've been off of it, you felt this and then you've gone back up to the original dose about three months after, after, you know, bouts of pretty extreme depression. And I was like, yeah, but this time feels different. She's like, you know, and then. That exact phrase has been mentioned several times over. And I was like, Could you please don't leave me. <laughs> well, I do it without you. So I'm back at my initial dose. But it's interesting because like Paxil is like some SSRI I'm going to be on for the rest of my life. And that's just a thing. But whenever I get these moments, I doubt that. And I'm like, but do I? Do I need to? I'm feeling great in this moment. And that's when the cost-benefit analysis comes in of like, yeah, so you'll get like three days where you feel more present with the world and less like this like SSRI haze. Um, but you also may not survive the experience. So like what's better? And it's surviving the experience. So we had a good chat today. That was lovely. <laughs> she also complimented my uh, new sitting room, which is Emma's old room, where I've <laughs> constructed all the furniture as we talked about last time. But it is interesting, like, because I brought down one of my pillows yesterday because I like to nest when the fam was watching Flight Attendant for Mother's Day. Be cute. And I was like, oh, my God, you got satin pillowcases? I was like, yeah, I'm super bougie. I use them for my hovel because the walk from my sitting room through the Jack and Jill bathroom to my bedroom is like Francisco Goya's Descent into Madness. So we've got like La Madre Desnuda, which is me just like laying out <laughs> super glamorously on my settee. You go through the bathroom and then you have Saturn eating his son of just like chaos, destruction, depression hole. And I think that's called balance. And I encourage you all to try it. <laughs> So that's been my week. <laughs> also, Mother's Day happened. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, for those of you who worked in a restaurant on Mother's Day, my sympathies, and I hope you survived. <laughs> it is the Super Bowl. It is always the busiest day of the year. And, wow, if there are any mistakes in those sort of situations, people are unkind. But well, it's amateur hour. It's people who don't go out to eat on a regular basis. And they, so they are, don't actually understand how life works. And it's their one meal of the year, so it's super important. And it's the one thing that they've done through their mom, and they're like, we're just going to give it to this restaurant, and they have to make everything perfect. And it's like, I cannot heal the childhood trauma. I will do my best, but I can offer you some muffins. <laughs> Here's some mollification muffins and some placation pastries. I want some stickers. I'm feeling fresh. I'm feeling revived. I'm feeling <laughs> medicated, <laughs> which is where it should stay. I feel like we had this conversation every week for the last three weeks that, like, what does it feel like when you just decide you're going to stop taking your medication? You're like, I don't know. I said, I don't know. I'm I mean, a damn liar because I know and it's just not like, good. In inquisitive, like what happens? Like, but yeah, there are newer medicines. So I've tried like a slew of them. Um, and Paxil was the one that really positively impacted my like OCD rituals and that whole thing. Cause some have like helped with like the counter sort of side conversations with the larger screaming that is OCD of like, you know, the depression and the anxiety and all that stuff. But Paxil hit the rituals and I was like, that hits. Um, but it's also like a hella old drug. So getting off of it is like really challenging. I know this because every time I'm going off of it, I'm like, let's look up side effects, Paxil withdrawal, <laughs> bad. <laughs> and just compare and contrast. And then if I don't, if I'm not currently experiencing those side effects, I will generate them. What are they? 
So they can be rough. Um, <clears throat> they can be like heart palpitation. Like obviously I go straight to the ones that cause death, which are uncommon, but I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm just like a unique special unicorn. So obviously <laughs> I have heart palpitations and I've lost my ability to regulate temperature. Um, but they're just like, you know, anxiety, stress, all the typical things, um, irritability. That's a big one. Um, but then also because it affects your nerves and, um, your gut, you can have like some intestinal issues. And then also the, uh, the pangs of just like your brain feels like it's on fire. Sometimes you'll get like shock waves throughout your body. So, I mean, it's a treat. What'd you watch this week? Um, lots of stuff. The more important question is, what did you watch? That was. I've been talking list. for literally forty-seven minutes. <laughs> it is your time. I know, to shine. but I, I'm not, I'm not that bananas on anything. I don't think. Uh, the what real... about Johnny Bananas? I know you love him. It's <laughs> 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 a tiny little banana. Shit. No, but I did drag Emma into watching the Real World Homecoming. <laughs> She's Nick been... has been resisting, but she sent me a, p- a, a picture like, "Why did it take me so long?" <laughs> To buy into this total piece of shit that is Julie from <laughs> New Orleans, not Julie from right here. Julie from Takes Five is amazing. <laughs> yes, but Julie from wherever she's from now. Woo. Is she from Walla Walla, Washington? I don't know. There's she was originally from Wisconsin. That's right. Is she the blonde-haired one? Uh-huh. So she's just... Most humans, most she brunette is the in, most common. So she was a Mormon back in the day, and now she's, like, married and a cool mom who only wears Lululemon attire. Like, she comes in in Lululemon, she goes to sleep in Lululemon, wakes up in Lululemon... So Julie was a Mormon. So it's been 20 years, 25 years? How long has it been since? 22. They were 2000. 22 years. Mm-hmm. And everyone archetypally is exactly the same. Like, Julie's not a Mormon anymore, but she's still an asshole, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I'm just trying to make good show. So she's, like, yelling at her husband on the phone after, I think I told you last week, she got really drunk, and the guy who took care of her, did I not tell you the story? I don't believe so, no. So the guy named David, who was a singer, come on, be my baby tonight. <laughs> I like they show this Come on, be my baby tonight. They show it like every five minutes. So back in the day, he was all about being pumped and about singing, and he didn't want to get to know any of these fuckers. So now, 22 years later, he wears a blue fake Sgt. Pepper's gla- coat with fake glasses, and his name is now Tokyo because he's really into manga, but he's not appropriating whatever. Um, so Julie, the drunk girl, she goes, they go out to a drag show and she gets wasted. I mean, the drinks are very heavily poured there. It doesn't matter. And no one else is this drunk. Melissa's pretending to take shots, (laughs) handing them the gaze. It's great. (laughs) Melissa is the fucking best. Oh my God. I love her so So Julie gets really drunk. David tries to take her out. He's still very strong. Excuse me, Tokyo. (laughs) Excuse me, David. (laughs) No, it's Tokyo. So Tokyo, Jamie, they're all trying to get her out of there. The bouncer's trying to get her out of there. She's like, no, you guys can leave and I'm staying. So then finally the producers are like, bitch, get in the car. So she gets in the, what is it, like a Yukon or something? And she completely falls out of the back seat, face plants on the cement. It's a hard fall. She's unconscious, but awake. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she stands up and runs into a tree. Okay? This is, this, these are important details. So then the producer's like, get in the fucking car. We're going back to the house. They go back to the house. She vomits everywhere. They bring her a bucket. She misses it. She's puking everywhere. And he's like, Tokyo is like, I'm going to stay right here with you. I'm going to take care of this. He's cleaning it up. He's like, he's like, do you want water? He's like holding her hair back. He's like, I'm going to sleep right here in this chair. If you need anything, I'm right here. Aww. Could not have been kinder, right? And then in the morning, she wakes up and she's like, so I just want to say that you have no right to put your hands on me. <gasps> and I didn't need to leave. Did we mention that Tokyo is a black man? No. David Tokyo is a black man. So she's like, um, 
I have all these bruises all over my body. I was like, can you believe it? I think he grabbed me. Like, he She's just like, from he, when no. he grabbed me on the yeah, dance floor. Yeah, he grabbed me really hard. He had no reason to touch me like that. It's all recorded, well, mama. She hasn't watched it yet. But for some <laughs> reason, nobody says anything. They're just like, the only thing they say is like, he actually stayed with you all night last night to make sure you were okay. And then they just let her have it. And then she's being such a bitch. Melissa's like, hey, cunt rag, you fucking <laughs> fell out of the car. You hit your head on a tree. She's like, well, I don't remember that. She's like, no, but you remember the black guy grabbing you? You better check yourself. And we're all like, yeah, nice, check you, bitch. <laughs> and Danny, who's found a cure for his mental stuff through um, microdosing psilocybin, is going to turn his Vermont home into a psilocybin farm. Is he gay? Oh, yeah. He, this he is the gay one. Paul. Yeah. yeah. He dated uh. Paul. So then Paul comes to visit. So Paul was, his face was blurred, was blurred out Astrotel. back in the show because he was Joan Astrotel and he was high-ranking military official. So he comes in and David Holmes former real world VJ wrote yeah. an article for decider and said he looked like a child's cocaine dealer. <laughs> and it's so true. He is like purple blousey. I mean, it is. He's got thick mustache. Oh, he's like, so gross. Like, no, he is. Tell me you came out later in life without telling me you came out later in life. 100% that vibe. Yeah. 100% the like 50 year old guy who was dressing like a 20 year old gay man. Uh, which sucks he didn't go through that, but make better choices. <laughs> Danny's still super hot. Duh. But we never saw Paul, but yeah. we only saw him in like army fatigue. Well, I remember that. Like, I like, yeah. I have seen, I remember all the gay stuff. Yeah. Let's okay. there. Well, so it's been a really hard life for Danny because he had to be like, you know, the f flag guy for gays and gay relationships. Yeah. And he said he and Paul would have broken up much earlier, but he felt like it was really important that he stay together and, be, and then he was in an abusive relationship now he's a daughter anyway it's a fucking dumpster fire <laughs> it, I can't so think about funny. anything like Roby who cares go Tokyo <laughs> so Julie in the last episode at the end is talking to her husband on FaceTime and she's like these people are boring I'm the one making good TV oh my god so Kelly is there who's Scott Wolf's wife from Party of Five and she yeah. is a life coach and they're, oh they're like, do you, I listen to a podcast she was on, they're like, do you ever feel like you need to go in and like fix everybody? She's like, first of all, I don't have their consent. Second of all, I'm not getting paid. I'm like, I know. Stay in your lane, Kelly. Fair. So she's amazing. Matt, I have a feeling is going to be a nightmare. Yeah, I think he's the next Super religious, six kids. He was a virgin. Like maybe still isn't okay with homosexuality. He's still so we'll a virgin. <laughs> no, he was a virgin. All the kids day. are varying but degrees of like the color wheel. <laughs> he wouldn't go to the drag show. Oh God. Um, and then You're just Jamie was like a frat boy douchebag back then. And he seems like a frat boy douchebag now, but still real cute. Yeah. Big chin. Really Personable, attractive. gets along with everybody. Totally. He's like, whatever. <laughs> oh my God. So the real world New York homecoming was amazing. Bye, Becky. You can cancel. <laughs> the real world Los Angeles was so sad because they are. Terrible Fucked. people. Oh, they're just sad people who live sad lives. And this group, oh, magic. It's as chaotic as it was back in 2000. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. Well, if you don't have Paramount TV. Plus, wait a couple weeks, do a free trial, and binge it all because it <laughs> is amazing. So then our friend started watching the old series because it's on there. I couldn't. Come on, be my baby tonight. <laughs> the flashbacks are enough. I, oh. I remember it. I was watching. <laughs> yeah, they had to work together. Back in the day, you had to get a job, and they worked at a radio station. Yeah. <laughs> It's awful. Do they not have to get a job for new seasons of Real World? I don't think there I are new seasons of Real World. Oh, bad. We just do the challenge now. Okay. <laughs> and we're all in for the challenge. We are all in for the challenge. Next, I think they need to do Las Vegas. Which Where's Danny? Oh, there he is. He's in the middle. Yeah, I remember him bringing someone and saying that the rainbow that's on the door, it was a little sticker, meant gay stuff. And I was like... Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, collected that information. So in the first episode away. of the original show, he meets Melissa and they get in a van together and he's like, hey, nice to meet you. I have a secret. 
She's like, what is that? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. I was like, I already don't like you. <laughs> I did not enjoy that at all. When people come up to me and they're like, I have something to tell you after class. I'm like, no, class doesn't start until you fucking tell me. <laughs> don't do that. We could die at any moment. And I'll be like, what was it? See, I just have very little interest when someone's like, I have a secret, I can't tell you. And I was like, I, that's probably fair. I'd Sitting on a secret, promise that you'll keep it, because I don't want to know. But I will tell everyone if I know. So that's on you, boo. If you tell me that's on you, the world will know. I have a podcast. And the world will know. Name it. Newsies. Newsies. (laughs) All right, then it's just sad shit. Under the Banner of Heaven this week was so fucking disturbing. There are mountain people who are going to kill everybody. They explain sort of what's going on right now. There's, she's like, that man is all gray. God's word is black and white. You know what I mean? So you're like, you're right. How do you fight? Conviction with nuance, right? Like you, I just don't know how are we going to deprogram either, all these people. That sentence gave me chills. I know. That was beautiful. That actress is creepy. She's they're weird. all creepy. Yeah. And Andrew Garfield is this really weird. Oh, it's the Andrew Garfield one. We talked about this. I immediately forgot once we hit. Yeah, stop it's really recording. good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, I've, I've read the book, but it's not all the way. I don't yeah, think. You can read. I think Congrats. Yeah, unlike Megan McCain's listeners. Ho! Oh, so, it's released on Audible. So Twitter would blew up on Sunday because somebody wrote, Megan McCain's book sold less than 300 copies. And as much as I love to dance on that bitch, I was like, it was an Audible book. Her people can't read. She has over a thousand, like, five-star reviews on Audible. It's not a book book. It was an Audible book. Meanwhile, I if just, If you're going like, to dance on her, know what you're doing. <laughs> Make sure it's on Anyways. her grave. Uh, no, I was one of those people who just blindly digested that information. I was like, oh, yeah, bet. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> Fake news. Yeah. Anyway, Under the Banner of Heaven, very upsetting, very, but really well very done. Good. Shining Girls, very upsetting. Still not sure what's going not on. Sure. 100%. <laughs> loving the time traveling. Gonna make out with Billy Elliot. Any day now. Elizabeth yeah, Moss and her Scientology. That was me making a knife. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure what you were doing with that hand gesture. <laughs> she just made a fist and started going so back. So, did you guys forth. watch the documentary of the staircase? What staircase? Oh my god! So Which one? There was, are many staircases. Once again, it was a podcast, and then it was a documentary about this man about a staircase. Fascinating. Wife had fallen down the stairs, and whether or not he had killed her or it was an owl. <laughs> an owl? It's a long story. So I had watched the documentary. <laughs> I'm going to tell it now. No, I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. So now they've made a series of it, yeah. and it's starring Colin Firth and oh. um, Tony Collette. I've seen Tony that on Collette, HBO Max. I was Miro's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony Collette. So I like wanted to watch it, and then I started. I'm like, I already know this story, <laughs> so I'm not into it. If you guys get into it, we'll watch it. Um, and then I watched. Um, we're almost done. Um, oh my god, my face! Which I wanted to be the lady version of Heartstopper, but yeah. it's not. Did you guys watch it? I watched half, and I'm yeah. pretty um, sure I know how it ends from the first five minutes of it. <laughs> of the series or the first? It's episode? just a movie. It's a movie. Oh, it's a movie, but they do the like graphic novel hearts and oh, like, that's cute. Everybody's like gay and nobody yeah. cares. Like it's another just like oh, so what? Yeah, my, this one daughter's a lesbian. I have twins. One's a lesbian and one's a bi. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. How do you think it ends? She Wrong. Did. They all die. What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think happens? I think AJ is both the artist and the girl she ends up with in the end. <laughs> 
I think so. I don't remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely does not give you like the heartstopper feel. No. Oh my god! But like that's like a once. I don't want to say a generation. Once <laughs> in a like release cycle. So like every two to three years of uh, these pushes, we're on like our eighth generation of like streaming service cycles. You get that feeling, and it's just so beautiful and uncommon. And did you see that Denali was roasting it on Twitter? In a bad way. In a bad way. Yeah. Denali, cancel. Cancel. Like that. <laughs> I will cancel you over that. But yeah, I mean, I can't believe I didn't talk about this last time. But yeah, Denali was just like, oh my God, this is just like these K pop, these like K drama tropes, which is like Korean dramas. And I was like, okay, that's just part of its twice. greatness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, because I think she's really into uh, Korean cinema art, art, or she just realizes that's how you get the most YouTube views. So she's done some dance performances to Blackpink because the Blackpink stands are just Blackpink like in, in your area. area. And they're in everyone's There's area. There's an ointment for that. And they'll watch it everywhere. <laughs> And um, she was just like, yeah, it's weird. And Brooklyn Heights said what we're all thinking. It's like, I don't know. I just love that there's just like a really sweet, yeah, it's corny because that was her big thing. And she's like super corny. She's like, yeah, it's corny, but it's heartwarming and there's no major trauma. So like I liked it. And I was like, Brooklyn Heights. Oh, my God. The queen of the North, you are. Denali, Shantae, you do not stay. Sashay away. <laughs> Dear God. I've seen it from a distance. Did you watch like, no, I Love you. That for you? Absolutely not. Did you? You did Come on! I'm sorry. We talked about <laughs> it's how Vanessa we needed. Vanessa Bayer. I know. We talked about how we needed to watch it. That counts. I was tired. It was after Mother's Day. I worked a long hard day, and then it I ruined the entire deck. I'm sure it would have, but sleep brought me more joy than any person or show has ever. Well, thanks, Emma. I tried to watch Girls Five Eva. <laughs> Is it not good? I don't mind it. I mean, we've run out it's of things already praise. in season, like season two, episode one. Like, let's break someone's knee. <laughs> Doing like a death drop, and then like, can they, will they, won't they? I'm just like, oh, God. oh yeah, and I don't like much of the plot, but oh, every not song, the show. <laughs> but I feel like every song is a really fun, like, I like writing the momentum prompt. song, yes, <laughs> but I'm like, I like what they did there. Is Tina Fey's I husband like still doing other songs? Eight minute long song, yeah, nice. Oh, about how old you are, Sarah Burrell's wrote an eight minute long song about the word set, and she's like, there are 430 uses of this word. And I've included every single one of them in the song. And then she proceeded to ballad one year at a time That's through an amazing. entire life. <laughs> wow. Julie's not. Like, <laughs> Paula Pell is laying on the couch with her knee up and sunglasses on because she broke her knee. She's going to power through because they're in album mode. And she's like, I counted 360. <laughs> I just appreciate the commitment to a bit. And I think that every song is a bit and I love them. The breakup song. <laughs> Break up with your boyfriend. I was thinking we would be escalating, right? Like I don't know I what we're doing in that show, really. I know, but I'm thinking like bam, bam. 30 Rock, the first season, wasn't the best. Mm -hmm. Kimmy Schmidt kind of stayed flat, I feel like. Maybe this is going to do that same thing. Yeah. I wanted it to like find its way, and maybe it will. I'm only, uh, I made it through three episodes, but. Maybe it will. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised Busy if it flattens out a little bit. Talented. Mm, I love her. <laughs> maybe you just have a thing for blondes who can't really act. Oh, I do love her Instagram, and I did see her in real life once. Was that a Jane Krakowski dick? <laughs> the internet disagrees with you. So what did you watch this week? More Friends or Buffy? Or Yeah, you're absolutely right. I watched some more Friends. <laughs> I'm on season eight now. Rachel just had her baby. And I watched The Flight Attendant. Oh, good. What'd you think? Yeah, it's good. I mean, I love that we're back up in the air. Uh, we swapped out Anna Kendrick, though, for Michelle Gomez, which is an upgrade. And I love Anna Kendrick, but I just love Michelle Gomez. She plays Miranda that much more because she's so fantastic. And she wasn't given like great lines this time, but she made it her own. And she got shot again. <laughs> in the same 
place. In the same place. Look Good at the odds. I know. She was my favorite part of season one. Absolutely adore her. Zoja Mamet continues to see all the scenes with just her just like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening and why are you doing all these things? Just sort of matter of fact, nonsense gauge. And I do love that. And it's getting dark and depressing as well, which, you know, is beautifully handled, but I'm not super into that. I prefer the comedy side of my dramedies, but it's engaging. It's interesting. I'm excited to see what they're doing with the second season. It does not feel like a sophomore slump at all. And Keely Kawoko continues to act her ass off. It's a shame that pretty blonde people in Hollywood <laughs> have to produce, executive produce their own series just to be taken seriously. All Like this poor struggling woman made $700 million for each episode of Big Bang Theory, but she had to use that money. She had to date Johnny Galecki. She had to date, well, gosh, have you seen the stills from that <laughs> play that he did where he was full frontal nude and someone stuck a camera in? She was doing just fine. She is not lucky in love, though. So I guess she was breaking up with her second husband during this one. And so, what's her name? It's not Sosha. It's Zoja. Zoja. Zoja, like, moved in with her. Aww. And they lived together during the whole filming. And, like, Cute. you should watch them on, like, Fallon. They're, they're both, like, or they're on um, Kelly Clarkson, like, crying about how much they love each other. And they're That's both, like, so sweet. And Zoja is still married. Kelly is not. And so she's like, you know, relationships come and go. I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, she's like, but female friendship, and then they both are like, stop. And they just are like, die. like they just, you can Aww. tell they just love, love, love each other. That's be sweet. Ah, uh, no, it is too. And she loves dogs. Have you seen the Dodo video where she adopts that like tiny little Chihuahua yeah, when type she was thing? Still with her husband. Oh my god, that's not <laughs> the point of the story. So sad. She still has a whole fucking pack of dogs that adore her. They didn't all come into that trailer. Somebody's taking care of those dogs. Yeah, she brings the little one from the Dodo. Yeah. Yeah, because that one is travels the easy. Most famous. She's got five of them, <laughs> seven or something. Oh my gosh, what does Kaylee Cuoco have to do? Oh my God, those fucking dodo videos—they get me every time. I know. I don't know if I'm like totally broken from the pandemic or Trump or whatever, but I love just sitting there and sobbing, and then I'm like, <laughs> "Look at the skin on that dog. I just know it's gonna turn out well." But skip forward. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, it's helpful to have, like, a controlled cry. It's, like, controlled fires. You need to have some sort of way to manifest the emotion from everything in this world that doesn't make sense you can't work through. So this is just four minutes, and there will be a full resolution, and you'll have that catharsis. Going back and forth between, like, ha-ha, and this was terrible, I'm not watching that, oh, my God, I'm crying, blah, 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 blah. Like, the bing-bang-boom of emotions that quickly is not good. You cannot regulate. Is it UK, hun? (laughs) Bing, bang, bong, sing, sing, song, ding, ding, dong. You can. Um, are we going to watch Candy is my next question. Is that the one with Jessica Biel? It is Jessica Biel and Melanie Linsky. Oh. Linsky. Linsky? Linsky, yeah. So this is a true, true story. Candy Montgomery is the 1980s housewife and mother who did everything right. But when the pressure of conformity builds within her, her actions scream for just a bit of freedom until someone tells her to shush with deadly results. Now it's a five night showing. So it's like tonight was the first, is the first one. And then the next one. And then tomorrow. Over. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Right? I don't know. I'll give it a shot. Now, because Yellow Jack is, because I saw that that was coming up and I was yeah. like, oh, and it's Melanie Linsky. I started watching The Wilds. Which is the other story of the girls who get crashed on an island. There was another one? Pre-Yellow Jackets. So season two of The Wilds came out. Yeah. And this is a fucking piece of nonsense. (laughs) I gotta tell you, wow. I mean, the acting, terrible. Writing, horrible. (laughs) Scenery, beautiful. And I'm gonna ruin it for you. So if you haven't watched it and you might watch it later, go away for one minute. 
So these girls are all on this private jet and they think that they are going to like a retreat, like a girl's retreat. Yeah. And the plane crashes, but no one has any memory of it. And so they drag everybody to shore <laughs> and they're like, what are you going to do? <laughs> and they're like two girls from each high school and then one loner girl. <laughs> and the two, the two high schools in the world. Well, I think there's like four. Is sets. it like Hogwarts and Bobatons? Yes. And that's it. So the way they're telling the story is the girls are safe. And they're being interviewed by what we think are police. There's like a trauma specialist there who's a creepy white cis guy and then a detective. Um, so each week is each girl telling their version of the story. And so then at the end. <laughs> She's already so tired. So episode one, you like meet this girl and she was, there was an author and she met him and she, they like start having conversations and then she's like, I turn, he's like, I think about kissing you or whatever. And she's like, I turn 18 in two weeks. So two weeks later, bang, bang, boom. She's like, oh my God, it's so great. Sex is amazing. So it's a little skinamaxy. It's really weird. So then. Wait, who's the dude she fucked? Her, this guy who wrote a book, an author who came to town who used to go to their high school. who's in his thirties. Okay, bet. <clears throat> Can I talk any faster? So <laughs> <laughs> like sometime later, he comes back to the house. He's like, you lied to me. Your birthday. You just turned 16. Oh, yeah, gross. Or 17. Oh, no. He's like, I'll never see you again. So she's on the island, like, reading the book, like, I love him. Anyway, <laughs> at the end of episode one, we pull back. Rachel Griffiths is watching everything. Oh, my God. It's a social experiment. Oh, no. So they're going to, like. Yeah, poor Rachel Griffiths. She deserves better. She's a great actress. She doesn't. She's fucking terrible in this. And well, it's she's so a great bad. actress in real life. And I don't know what kind of underwear they're making her wear <laughs> under these clothes that don't fit, <laughs> but it looks like she's wearing a man's dance belt. So it's just like, look at my vagina. <laughs> You're like, ah! um, it's awful. It is terrible. And my sister loved it. I hope you're listening. Terrible. <laughs> Will I finish it? Yes. Will I go to second season two? Probably. But it is bad. And then like inappropriate language. Out of, like, you know, when people are cussing for no reason. Yeah. They're like, she's so bothersome. She's a cunt. You're like, oh yeah, good word. <laughs> I hate these girls. I'm in the, the wilds. I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just want credit for having whittled down 180,000 texts down to 40. Credit. Credit. Thank you. Credit give it. All right, credit our first one is... Wait, a... my credit doesn't come for free. Can I have a mint? <laughs> you already have three. Well, I want a fourth. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. This first one is visual, but you can't see it until Four after I read it. it. Are you guys ready? Yes. <laughs> At ZZ Fothstai says, the real reason they discourage MRIs during pregnancy is because then people would realize they're incubating nightmare demons and would be rightfully terrified. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so these are, can you describe what you see? Okay, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. The full body one is, it's like a babushka doll, but. The nightmare version. It looks like... <laughs> look at the vein brains. Brain yeah. veins. Okay, ah. so it does look... And this is colored by my recent rewatch of Friends. When Joey was on Mac and Cheese, that robot with its brain exposed, or just any person that you've seen IRL flayed entirely, and you just see their soft organs. As we've seen many a time. <laughs> yeah, it is quite terrifying. It's staring straight at you. It looks like it has a maniacal smile. It has, like... It's I don't eyeballs think... in a brain in a puddle of goo. Yeah. Like, the body is goo, but there are... Eyeballs in a brain and maybe hands, but attached to goo. And what are the hands doing? <laughs> Something insidious. Those aren't eyebrows, but whatever is happening with its brain shape. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, sure. It does have an impressive amount of brain given how unformed it is. <laughs> it is It is literally just like amniotic fluid and brain. What does it know? This will either be on our Instagram by the time you listen to it or the next day. So check it out. But here I am just scrolling through Twitter for some funny little antics. And I'm like, good God. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. Was that just the amuse <laughs> That was just the warm up. <laughs> well, I just wanted to get that one out of the way because I know it would be like affecting. And yeah, it was very affecting. Very I'm traumatized. At Black Prince says, name a more successful rebrand than Manny's becoming aioli. Can't. <laughs> that was only for you guys because the restaurant Okay, well, I'm sure a lot of people like that because that hits. Yeah, mm -hmm. mayonnaise, I was never fond of. Aioli, I'm very yeah. into. Want to dip everything in it. Exactly. Am I susceptible <laughs> to branding? 100%. That little thing that's in every checkout line that just like has a bunch of knickknacks you have no use for. Called impulse aisle. Yeah, and I am impulsive because <laughs> I will grab like 50 to $60 worth of items from that if I have more than like 45 seconds to wait. Well, I accidentally impulse bide, bide, bought a bag of vegan gumdrops at Whole Foods yesterday <laughs> and had my sugar allowance for the entire year. Oh, that's and amazing. I was driving home like, my jaw's too tight. <laughs> and I just kept eating them. That's when you soak them. It's like, you know, when I used to get the- Soak them in what? Water. So when I used to get the gummy shakes, it was because sometimes my jaw would get tired from the puckering of Sour Patch Kids. So you have to dip them in water to remove the harmful exterior. Or just buy gummy bears. And then <laughs> it softens it. So all you have to do is let it slide back down your throat. Oh, my God. God. I just would throw to, up if I could. It's just like you text me if you're in need of help. I'm here to help you. <laughs> right? Reach yeah. out. At Aubrey Hirsch said, writers, what's the most important part of your writing process? For me, it's closely inspecting all of the houses within 20 miles of me that are listed on Zillow. <laughs> Not that I'm a writer, but whenever I write these you intros, I need to I need to have it be like, okay, you're 30 seconds past when you need for this to happen. And I'm like, all right, bet. Game time. <laughs> At so. Elena Birks said, just Sorry. witnessed... Hold on, Nick's touching too hard. <laughs> Sorry, for whatever reason, browsing just incited a full body little massage. Just witnessed a man drop about half a cheese string on the floor on the way into the building where I work and say to himself in the smallest and saddest of voices, oh no, me cheese. <laughs> oh my God, it's the me cheese because I was already completely bought in. Me cheese. Oh no, me, me cheese. cheese. <laughs> Milady, me cheese. <laughs> string cheese on his way to work. How do you eat string cheese? Do you just like bite it or do you string it out? String it out, obviously. You guys are strung out now. You just got to bite into it. No. It goes so fast. Exactly. Yeah, that's why they, they're coming packs of 12. Right? That'll last you like 10 minutes. And then you'll be on the toilet for the next 10 days. Just waiting. My body's messed up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just preparing for the constipation to ease. At 30 and tired says, All me. <clears throat> Met Gala, but for pets. The Pet Gala. Pets as far as I can see in designer clothing. Just walking around getting interviewed. Me. And who are you wearing tonight? Dog. Bark. Me. Incredible. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about the Met Gala? Did you see any about of it? The well, the <laughs> about the Met Gala? About the Met Gala. I don't give a shit about the Met Gala. <laughs> Obviously, I have no thoughts. You um, no, usually, like, the Met Gala is, like, fun and exciting, but mainly because of Zendaya and Rihanna, and neither of whom were there. So Blake Lively is also stunning and Gorge. does really well there, and she hit. But everyone else was just like, what's the point? Sarah Jessica Parker was like, in the past, like the Met Gala Maven, and she still does like a solid job, but it's just like, why are we here? 
you will about this. Hey, <laughs> our good nice. friend Solomon Georgia said, Aww. I just said, you're not going through a midlife crisis. You're going through a midlife thrive, sis. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have to spend the rest of the day with myself. Because I'm what, a terrible person. <laughs> whenever I say something like that, not that I could ever deign to be as funny as Solomon Giorgio, this podcast boyfriend. Um, but people tell me, like, you have to take a walk. I can't possibly look at you anymore. I've lost all respect. I need at least five minutes to recover from this. I was into that, though. Thrive says hits. <laughs> You're in a thrive, sis. sis? Now I have to be with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's, like, literally coming to you, hanging onto dear life. They're fucking Cassie from the flight attendant this past episode. You just need to thrive, sis. <laughs> this isn't a breakdown. This is a breakthrough. Ooh. <laughs> and then the... Jewel hits. The script starts playing. And it don't break even, even. At Ice James says, I'm stuck between... I am James? No, I see James. All right. <laughs> I'm stuck between I need to save money and you only live once. Hey. Perpetually. <laughs> 100%. I very much fall towards the you only live once. What's and the money for? What's the money for? Spending. You told us that once and it affected it's me stuck. deeply. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So at Sick of Wolf says, by 35, you should have saved half of your retirement, which is easy if your retirement plan is to wade into the ocean. <laughs> As we learned or from the past flight attendant, always make sure you have the right amount of weight. You just float back. Rocks in the pockets. Oh, so, Virginia Wolf. Yes. So Kara Clank hosts a podcast <laughs> called That's Messed Up. Yeah, that is messed about up. About SVU. Has she thought about changing her name? So anyway, Kara Clank had a very funny um, text, Twitter. That was then sent to us by one Phil Cotter. Oh my goodness! Did you know sending me tweets of the week. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, Phil, we love you, Phil. My two-year-old daughter was singing "Row, Row, Row Your Boat," and it ended with "Life is down the drain." <laughs> I've got me a goth toddler. <laughs> Good one, Phil. That is amazing. <laughs> what is this, Jen? A new normal where we're underwater and Kevin Costner is leading. Our, what is the next generation? Because like I feel like they're going to be even more nihilistic than Gen Z. Oh, okay. We got there eventually. You just got to pay. You just got to hold on to your fucking lifeboats. If you were sitting in your car or home, like, what is he talking about? So we're yeah. all on the same page. At Rose Malone underscore said, due to foreseen circumstances, well within my control, I will be late. <laughs> Show up with an iced coffee from Starbucks 20 minutes late. Traffic was terrible. No, I, like, I chose this. Yes, I knew I was going to be late, and I went for it anyway. I hope you can understand this tweet, but really, it's for me and Emma. Okay. At Mon, you'll see why. At Mon Schleck says, whenever people tailgate me, which is mean they drive really close to your bumper. I know that. That's a perfect world. If you, okay, you finish it, then I'll tell you my story. Whenever people tailgate me when I'm going 40 and a 35, I always purposely slow down because it's like, I gave you an extra five and you didn't appreciate it, so now you get nothing. <laughs> As a non-driver, you may not know that, like, if you are in the lane you're supposed to be in, yeah. going five miles above the speed limit, you're golden. And then some asshole, mostly in a pickup truck, comes on top of my little Yaris, which is, like, just a little tiny spider car, and I'm like, hey, fuck off. Yeah, I do know of tailgating. And I, I, I drive with, like, a lot of people who give me rides are angry drivers. And I think it's because they drive me everywhere. And um, Like your family or the Uber people? Like friends. The Uber people are very polite. I Well, not Lyfts. I don't do Uber. Right, because you've been banned. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that is correct. Wasn't a conscious choice you made against the super pump guy. It wasn't conscious, no. But I wasn't unconscious. I was semi-conscious and made Moving some poor on. choices. Anyway, but tailgate... 
Um, I had to do this uh, activity in elementary school where like A is worth, like A the letter is worth one point and Z is worth 26 points. And you have to find a word that adds up to 100 and tailgate adds up to 100. Wow. It took my mom and I the entire weekend. Ugh. It had, you, to, be it had to be 100 exactly. He didn't say that, did he? I think I alluded it. Mm-hmm. I think I alluded to it. <laughs> Pretty explicitly. I eluded it. I gave you a quaalude, so I don't understand why you're not calm right now. (laughs) The withering stale would make the heights of Bronte's fame jealous. I'm losing my grip on reality. This one almost requires you. I'm not bald anymore. You were almost useful at this moment. Well, it's just their name. I'm not bald anymore. You will be bald someday, right? Uh, Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <Based on> what? <laughs> I just feel like it's gonna happen. <laughs> I love when people try to throw me down the stairs. That was not an owl. That was Julie's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> this involves you, <laughs> fucking future baldy, <laughs> future sex bald sounds. <laughs> At not bald anymore, which hopefully Nick can say one day. Love when people try to hate on cats by saying he would literally eat you if you died. Like, I'm dead. Why would I care? He's a hungry boy, and he has a cute nose. Dig in, Mr. Mittens. <laughs> That's every cat owner I've, I've ever known. Last week, yeah. but different. Dig yeah. in, Mr. Mittens. <laughs> it's sustainable. But what if you eat a bunch but of pop rocks if- and then drink a Coke? Will your stomach explode? <laughs> what if you swallow a watermelon seed? Will it grow inside of you? Mm-hmm. At Richie Canceled said. Julie, answer us. <laughs> the opposite of Debbie Downer is Bethamphetamine. <laughs> That was clever. Beth and Bethany is fine. Uh, yeah. Of course, the drug one. It was well done. Thank you. Do you have any bethamphetamines? <laughs> so imagine this is one of those big black sweatshirts with white writing. I'm imagining it now. <laughs> I have really cool tattoos under here, but I'm cold. It's a jelly tree. Would you ever get a tattoo? I don't know. I had never, I was always like, I can't think of anything I'd want my on my body forever. Well, and then you wouldn't be able to be buried in like a strict Jewish cemetery, right? Correct. I yeah. wouldn't be anyway, but. <laughs> what? <Maybe> I, now. <laughs> I remember, oh my God, we should get like a takes pot. That's a no for me, dog. That is a Randy Jackson hard. That's a no for me. Um, no, I've always wanted to get a magic tattoo with Emma and where she designs it because I'm very fickle. Uh, I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I, I turn very quickly. So do you need to be people. a K-pop related? Or? No, so it needs to be something um, that Emma creates that we have together because my love for her is unwavering. If it's something that Emma does, I will always love it. But if something I choose, like tomorrow I'll be like, what the, who the fuck have was Have you him? ever been mad at Emma? Yeah. In the past five years? Yeah, but not like crazy mad. We just have like a more. I didn't healthy... say have you ever been crazy mad? At Emma? <laughs> well, no, I've been crazy mad at Emma outside of the past five years. Um, but I was very difficult to live with. Yeah, we all know that. So that's why I'm just saying. Like, do you have a realistic view of Emma? Well, I think maybe no. Um, <laughs> that seems right. Yeah, no. I like I recognize her as a human, and I think I put her on a pedestal. Um, Not a pedestal, but a pedestal. Well, because sometimes I like so to I sit too. Sit. Yeah, <laughs> she gets tired. She needs to rest her little legs. She needs to be standing on the pedestal. She needs a pedestal. <laughs> but no, I think I put her on a pedestal, but not in like an unrealistic one. Where if like she would stray potentially from my vision of her, it would send everything crashing down and just be like, "What? Well, Emma does it, so like it's fine because it's Emma." Sort of thing. So are you into this? idea of designing a tattoo and getting matching tattoos with your brother? 
Oh, he'll never get a tattoo. Is this just like the Survivor <laughs> thing all over again? I could go on Survivor. Yeah, I mean, I will get more tattoos. I'm not, I have no problem with it. My qualm here, and this is like super. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I don't even know why I went with that premise. Thank you for pulling us back into reality. <laughs> He's like, not gonna get a goddamn he's, tattoo. He's talked about getting matching tattoos with me for years at this point. What? Where's the treatment? Where's the sketch? <laughs> this is the first time you've ever told me I have to draw it. So now it's even less likely to happen. Oh, it's been <laughs> circulating in my mind, percolating for quite some time. So I, I've drawn none of my tattoos, and I will continue to let artists draw the tattoos that they put on my body. You're an art, Emma. You're amazing. I do put it on a pencil. <laughs> you're the greatest artist I've ever known. <laughs> All right, back to the story. At Doc at CDI said, "My wife and I are sitting on the couch watching TV, and I hear a text." Realizing I left my phone in the kitchen, I get up, go to the kitchen to check it, and it's a text from my wife. Please bring the chips back on your way. (laughs) (laughs) At Nat Rogo said, God damn it. The worst thing has happened today. My daughter officially came out of the closet, and I forgot to say, hi, gay, I'm dad. (laughs) I feel like I should turn in my dad card. That was a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and I blew it. (laughs) Hi, dad, I'm gay. Hi, gay, I'm I'm dad. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) The only qualm is that, well, he did make it about himself, and that I respect. <laughs> Do you know who Annie Lamont is? Yeah. yeah. Do you? No. Great writer. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a writer. Okay. Um, she's in the uh, recovery space, like been re- recovered for like recovering for twenty five years. She writes really great, really great books. Nice. So she tweeted, if you want to be a writer, you only have to write a little bit every day. Mostly you should brood and do laundry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't do any of those things. Bird by bird. At second single said, feels extremely silly explaining to my four-year-old that, yes, there is a Batman movie out, but sorry, it's only for grown-ups. That's <laughs> <laughs> hard. Oh, no, she twiddn't, said. <laughs> nice. I saw domestic supply of infants open for binders full of women back in 2012. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Meanwhile, there are how many people in foster care? 400,000. Anyway, it's my fault. I, I know I have like six of those. I'm going to cut those out. Do you guys have the patience for a long one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're the patience for us. <laughs> so, have you ever seen these tiny little babies? They're just, yeah, they look Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're teeny tiny You find them babies. at the bottom of your Mardi Gras cake yes. sometimes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. The bottom. If there's you win. One, there's one in your cake. Yeah, I know, and I always win. In the king cake. So, this is a review written by Jennifer. <laughs> I bought these so I could hide them everywhere for my fiancé to find. At first, he thought it was a charming new bit of mine. He thought I had one or two of these tiny plastic babies. He thought wrong. (laughs) Hearing his deep, exhausted sigh followed by, oh my God, because he's only found baby number 175, has brought me more joy than I could ever describe. (laughs) The fear in his eyes when he opens anything because he's expecting a small plastic baby has produced more serotonin than you can imagine. He is a broken man. I have destroyed him. His His hope of living for life free of tiny plastic babies. We will be finding these for the next 70 years. I will purchase these again. Oh <laughs> it's an Amazon review. Was it a thousand <laughs> count? I it, I think it's seven hundred. Marginally better. <laughs> Reminds me of that uh, woman who, like, I think it was on a box of tissues who was just talking about how difficult it is living with three teenage boys and was just like, there's cum everywhere. <laughs> so always the smells hallway like cum. Always smells like cum. I knew you were headed there. <laughs> I'm always headed to that hallway. <laughs> Uh, it's Jeff Tiedrich said, women are showing great restraint and not burning everything to the fucking ground today. And I don't know how they're doing it. There. Right? Oh, at mom jeans, please. The first rule of Mysterious Leg Bruise Club is to press on it every five minutes to make sure it still hurts. And for me, that hits. It is 100% true. Is it? Ow. Ow. 
I always get these uh, initially mysterious bruises like right on my upper arm. And it turns out that a fun little quirk that I've developed during COVID is to just like nervously pull at my skin on there. And now I'm just perpetually bruised. Not to make that about me, but I think I did a great job at it. At Lemma Ravioli said, Happy Mother's Day to the woman who called the cops on me when she didn't find me in my room sleeping in the middle of the night and thought I snuck out of the house. I was downstairs in the kitchen eating cereal and also 22. (laughs) (laughs) At Nate Comedy, who's become a regular, the first person to have brunch was like, I want to get drunk, but also eggs. (laughs) And the gays were like, yeah, squeeze. At the hype said, no container at my grandmother's house ever has the original product in it. <laughs> Think you're having ice cream? Wrong. Frozen chicken breasts. <laughs> Want apple juice? Fuck you. Cooking oil. <laughs> Trying to get a banana? Bitch, you thought. Green be- ground beef in the peel. Welcome to the mystery kitchen. <laughs> ground beef in the peel. I'm as a cook and scientist. What does that mean? It's a joke. Okay. I was like, is she crazy or am I? <laughs> Should I yes. be keeping my... <laughs> At Streamlab 5. Knocked the wind out of me. <laughs> someone stole my debit card, went and spent $60 at a restaurant, and only left a $4 tip. It's not even your card. And you leave a $4 tip? Unreal. Seriously, man. Ah. At Nate Comedy again. Someone told me I've gained weight. I told them it was for a part in a movie. I've never acted in my life. <laughs> until that moment. Fucking Oscar. That hits. Yeah. That's my new number one. Yeah, I like that. Giorgio, stop oh. asking women why they take so long getting ready and ask yourself why you think it's okay to go out doing so little. <laughs> Walking around with more hangnails than fingers and you ask someone else to wrap it up. <laughs> the gays are funny. The gays are funny. I am inspecting my nails. <laughs> well, don't look at your toes. My toes are fine, Julie. Have you noticed that I have a hatred for XL? Because this next joke is, is in that pile. <laughs> at JXXF. Optimist, the glass is half full. Like one half full. Pessimist, the glass is half empty. Excel, the glass is January 2nd. (laughs) Always. (laughs) So upsetting. (laughs) Hate it. No, I feel like... I feel like the quickest way... That's annoying. But one slash two does not need to be January 2nd. (laughs) And then it happens. You're like, damn it. (laughs) I can't undo it. I gotta start a new one. It'll be January 2nd for the rest of our lives. There is a way to go in, but I don't know what it is. I'm sure. Yeah, I think you have to write But you know what else is easy? Throwing it all away and starting over. <laughs> so annoying. If the second I text you back, you call me because you know I'm holding my phone, I will call the police. <laughs> <laughs> at social underscore mime, I am not proud of the person I become when I see a cheese tray at a party. <laughs> That's when it's mine. <laughs> me cheese. Michi. Oh, no, Michi. <laughs> this one reminds us of one. It reminds me of one of us. Sober in a taxi. Please don't talk to me. Drunk in a taxi. So even though I'm open to love, I put up all these emotional walls, Jim, you know? Okay, it is the, not the opposite for me, but yes, silent, sober. But drunk, it is very much, they, I don't know, there's some, people sense it. They sniff it out. I've just like. I will be like, let's solve this together. And then I will walk into that car and have a panic attack because <laughs> I can't solve my own shit. I'm going to need you to I have act- a f- 4.95 rating on left, just so you know. <laughs> Banned from Uber, so I think my average is like three. <laughs> I'm going to need you to act this one out. Okay, bet. At Judy Squirrels, trying to get myself out of bed by repeating, come on, Barbie, let's go party in increasingly stranger voices. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, come on, Barbie, let's go party. Uh, <laughs> 
Come on, baby. Let's go party. Ah, ah, ah. Oh. Do you think that would get you out of bed? Come on, baby. Let's go party. Just no, it would just make me think of like being in the basement, listening to that album, which the whole thing, no skips, all bops. Um, fun times. Last three, home stretch. A. At Eden underscore eats. It's kind of rude for the automatic toilet to flush before I'm even done crying. <laughs> <laughs> Crying toilet. That's my new number one. <laughs> oh no, that hits so hard. Is the white claw hitting or that joke? I think both simultaneously. <laughs> Put those hits. At Fresh Hell said, when you guys say stuff like hot girls do their laundry on Thursday or whatever, it makes me feel like I'm trapped in a TJ Maxx. <laughs> what? I just like it. <laughs> it was just weird. <laughs> Can you imagine like being trapped in a TJ Maxx? That sounds terrible. It does sound terrible. Anyway, some things are only funny to me. <laughs> Our last one, at Ellie Krimendahl. I asked my four-year-old why she wouldn't clean up her Play-Doh, and she said, it doesn't make my heart happy. Like, okay, Marie Kondo, you win. <laughs> <laughs> and those were the endless tweets of the weekend. Hey! <laughs> some good ones. That was beautiful. Um, are we playing a game today? I thought we might play Mad Gabs because we have not gotten to it yet. And <laughs> listeners, I apologize in advance for any sort I of psychosis like that takes you to play it at one point. We no. played Mad Gabs and I was like, this is awful. We played yeah, it. Daphne was like, we were, you yeah. guys were like, a baby bottom, a baby bottom, a baby bottom. And you're like, baby bottom. I know, but since that time, we have not played it on the podcast, but we own it now. So <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. The categories of this game are word association and humor. <laughs> Welcome to our first round of Mad Gabs, everybody. <laughs> the most annoying game to listen to in the history of the world. You thought it only lived on in your nightmares, but no, we're back at you. <laughs> Sorry. Nick just flashed me like devil eyes and a little eyebrow flash. Like, but I didn't flash my tits. Why are you giving me dirty looks? I don't know. Have you seen these before? Yes, I memorized the entire box. <laughs> And we're going. Yulis Mimehind. Yulis. Go ahead, sorry. Yulis Mimehind. Release my mind. You're, you're on my mind. You're on my mind. You'll my mind. Nope. Yulis Mimehind. Yulis Mimehind. Mona Lisa Smile. Yulis <laughs> <laughs> Mimehind. <laughs> say it real fast. Yulis Mimehind. Whoop. Well, didn't say it right. <laughs> <laughs> Release. Reclaim my time. No. Yeah, reclaim my time. <laughs> you lease my mind. You ease my mind. You lease my mind. Yes. Julie. Julie oh no. <laughs> You'll I... ease my mind. That's a phrase. Apparently. All right. These eyes lent softly lamps. These eye lent softly lamps. These eyes are softly the, lamps. These. <laughs> <laughs> this island. These island. Oh. These islands softly lamps. These islands softly no. land. These islands softy lamps. What? These islands softy lamps. <laughs> I think this is the part people are talking about. Yeah. No, we know. This. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I will cut this down. Yeah. Live, smile, and carry a big stick. <laughs> <laughs> the silent softy lamps. The silent the sounds of France. The sounds of the lamps. Damn it! <laughs> God. Sorry for anyone who had their ear up to the podcast. <sighs> All right, we'll try it orange for a sec. 
Uh, you light dub my alive. You light my alive. Yeah. You and your blah blahing while I'm saying words. <laughs> I'm trying to girth and cat you. <laughs> uh, wreck you, Lord Horde he calf. Regular or decaf? <laughs> Somebody. Think, oh, no. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I think orange might be easier. Or Julie's just. Or really Julie's killing it. <laughs> She's in the groove. Heart official and heller gents. Artificial Heart intelligence. <laughs> I went first. You just started talking with intelligence. <laughs> Nick just chose to ride on the wave of words. I know. He was like intelligence. <laughs> the score is five to zero. Five to zero. Five to zero. And because I'm bragging, I will now lose the next five. <laughs> no, you won't. Last twill and taste. Last twill and testaments. Who got it, Emma? Oh it. my god, I don't know. That's gotta be a tie. Fine. <laughs> that felt that was an equal amount of force from both sides. <laughs> I was not nearly as forceful as Nick. I need a He's point. Terrified. You got one. I got like, one, you got one too. <laughs> In Reef Honda. Henry Fonda! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> High hand dry. High hand dry! <laughs> See, I told you. He's on a roll now. <laughs> And I've been traumatized, so I'm not. Uh, these mash and pumpkins. The the smash smash pumpkins. <laughs> Damn it, how was that not a tie? Because I started and I wasn't terrified. I said it louder. You did. Yeah, no, but she so, is able to say it faster. I think maybe by virtue of speaking in a normal volume. Doesn't take as much energy. Opportune hit. Opportunity knocks. Opportunity knocks. Stop it. Yes. You, you started talking before I heard the end. I know, but I knew what it was. Damn it. Because it was a phrase on, like, whatever the first one was. You'll have lamb chick chucks. <laughs> You'll have lamb chick chucks. <laughs> the smoking gun. The smoking gun! Everybody gets the point where that Yeah, one. I even got that Maybe one we need to go back to the blue side. I know. We'll do one more orange. This one seems long. Maybe it'll be hard. Miss Tears Hatter Dane Height. Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> what yeah. the hell is that? It's a movie starring Billy Crystal about a Jewish comedian. Who Thank you, my people. Okay. <laughs> All right, back to blue. <laughs> <laughs> back to blue. <laughs> <laughs> the score is currently 10 to 4. 10 to 4. 10 to 4. Might as well be 9 to 3. Share Ilk Row. Share Ilk Row! <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna watch that documentary on Paramount Plus? <laughs> no. Oh, I didn't know there was one. Someone said it was terrible. Oh, good. I can't stand her. Yeah. But I was like, we're pop culture people. Maybe we have to. We don't have to do everything. We can. We can, but we won't. <laughs> Every day is a winning round. Do you need to walk around right now? No, I'm okay. doing great. You literally <laughs> just shot like jewel smoke out of your ears and nose. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Racing Aries owner. Race, racing Arizona. Racing Arizona. <laughs> Sorry. That was more powerful than it needed to be. That's <laughs> a, a tribute of this game. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's leg is shaking. It's He's drooling out of control. Fine. <laughs> Mile hip czar is healed. My lips, My lips are sealed. Are sealed. <laughs> With point, bonus points for singing. My lips are sealed. <laughs> 12 to 5. How far, How long are we going to make this happen? Let's go to 15. 15. Okay. <laughs> it's over. You're going to get me. I can feel it. I have five. You have twelve. So true. <laughs> I 
know, but every time I brag, you come back and beat me. <laughs> and I always keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Peak czar hindered ten mint. Peaks and Peaks and valleys. <laughs> She said something. Pixar Hindertainment. Pixar Entertainment. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Some part of my brain has woken up to the mad gaps. <laughs> Potaters Hal Ad. Potato Salad. Yes, I memorized the entire Mad Gab box that lives at Emma's house. <laughs> Thank you for admitting it. So what have we agreed to watch this week? Are we going to watch the Jessica Biel candy? Does it matter what I agree to? Let me live my fantasy. Okay, yeah. I don't feel drawn towards it. I don't feel drawn towards it. But if I get time or if you say it's amazing... I would go there, but like I'm pretty absorbed with mysteries between Shining Girls and uh, Under the Banner of Heaven. Well, so I watched um, the pirate movie, Our Flag Means Death. The flag. Oh, was it good? You it, watched that? Yeah, I did watch like at least and, an hour and a half into recording. You're bringing it up. When I asked so you let's seven times. let's actually watch Our Flag Means Death next week. Oh, do you like it? I'm pretending I didn't watch. It. Okay. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I watched the first three episodes, so I think. At first, you just said it was a movie. I lie. I did. Words are hard. <laughs> Our fly means death. <laughs> so we're definitely watching senior year or whatever it is. The yes. Rebel Wilson movie that Rebel Wilson movie. Rebel Wilson movie that drops on Netflix on Friday. That looks hilarious. Julie, yes. it's unprofessional to drink during a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're definitely watching that. <laughs> Emma and I will continue on the journey of Shining Girls and Under the Banner of Heaven and all the shows that you're supposed to watch. I'm going to solve a lot of mysteries. Well, if you would like to see most of the tweets, some of the tweets, <laughs> the amazing Emma will be putting those on our Instagram. So you can find us at Takes Pod. <laughs> what else would it be called? I don't know. It takes all over the place. <laughs> it's so, so long. long. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I got the brother, sister. It's long. We were about um, to be quiet. If you want to support us in more ways than just laughing, you can check us out on our Patreon. It's gibbetlygobble.com. Emma? <laughs> Patreon.com slash takespod. Yes. And you can subscribe for $1, $5, $1 million. <laughs> we have bonus episodes. This week we are going to do... Watch party of senior year. Yeah. So if you want to be involved with that, make sure to sign up on Patreon, people. <laughs> uh, and if you reach the accountability buddy level or if you become taken with us, you get a little extra love shout out from one Nick Cotter. Thank you to our current reigning cosmic entities, our moon and our stars, Anne, James, Pam, Bernie, and Cassandra. We love you with our full heart, which means something from Emma and Julie. I just have a vacant cavity where a heart should reside. You must have made their week with that touching, <laughs> touching shout out. Well, I feel as much as I possibly can feel. You just feel more deeply than I do because you all so are doing true. the work. I'm a feeling nurturer. I'm a caring feeling nurturer. I'm a searcher, too. apparently. Someone told me I'm a searcher. Oh, Jesus Christ. That can't possibly be good. <laughs> well. What it, am I searching for? Deliverance? It's like the yoga babble nonsense of like, what are you doing? I'm searching. I'm not searching. I'm content. You're not. I'm, you really are. It's great. I am finding the difference between contentment and complacency. And it is still me in my bed. I'm just feeling okay about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we hope you all feel as okay about it as Nick does, as you lie in your bed or listen in your car or walk around Target and laugh and have people stare at you. We hope you enjoyed this silly week of googly gogny. And uh, I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Bibbidi bobbidi bye. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.